What a beautiful day it is. What a beautiful day it is. Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned in to FitSam Community, where she begs for nothing. She believes she can have everything. And she knows for a fact that she is a good thing. She is me. She is you. She is the woman next to you. She is the woman in your community. She's your mother. She is us. All right, y'all. So we're going to do some daily devotion this morning. Um, Today is January 30th. Wow, we have like two more days. Well, one more day until the end of January. If I was to say anything about January, I would say it was amazing alignment. Um, And when I say amazing, that doesn't mean everything went well. It meant that alignment is has officially taken place in my life, in my world, in my community. Um, and I'm just learning more and more of why Sam was placed here on earth for such a time like this. And it was to show kindness and to create an impact and influence on people around me. So let's dive right in. Y'all already know the vibes. Um, some of these words... When they wrote it, they didn't think about people like me. So my brain might say one thing, but the the word says another thing. So let's jump right in. Before we jump in, let's pray. Father God, I just want to thank you. I thank you so much for the, for the person under the sound of my voice. Father, may you have your way. Less of me and more of you. May this word penetrate their soul, penetrate their day, Father, that they will be changed by it. Father, I thank you so much in advance for what you're doing. May we believe and receive everything that's getting ready to be said. Lord, we love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Face it, your most brilliant act of righteousness wouldn't measure up to God's standards. That's why you have been given the grace of Jesus. The more you understand the magnitude of God's grace, the more accurate will be your view of the depth of your unrighteousness. And the more you understand the depth of your unrighteousness, the more you will appreciate the magnitude of God's gift of grace. The person who is comfortable in his own righteousness hasn't really understood grace. The person who is unimpressed by God's grace, hasn't really understand his sin. So let's talk about the essentiality of God's grace. To talk about the essential nature of God's grace means first talking about the disaster of sin. Sin isn't primarily about the act of rebellion. Sin is first of all a condition of the heart that results in acts of rebellion. You and I commit sin because we are sinners. The condition of sin which into which every person who has ever lived was born rendered each of us unable to live up to God's standard. Sin leaves us without the desire, will, or ability to do perfectly what God declares is right. Whether it's a situation in which we try and fail or a moment when we rebel and don't care. The playing field is level. We all fall short because... Sorry, y'all. 
I'm trying to pull up the Bible at the same time. We all fall short of God's grace and standards. Read Romans 3. So let's pull up Romans 3. So I'm going to read this again. We all fall short of God's standards. Read Romans 3. Romans 3 said, What advantage then is there in being a Jew or what value is there in being circumcised? Much in every way. First of all, Jews have been entrusted with the very word of God. What if someone were unfaithful? Would their unfaithfulness notify God's faithfulness? Not at all. Let God be true and every human being a liar as it is written so that you may have may be proven right when you speak and prevail when you judge. But if your unrighteousness brings out God's righteousness more clearly, what shall we say? That God is unjust in bringing his wrath on us? I am using human agreement. So that means that that's not true. We're just using a human agreement. Certainly not. If that were so, how could God judge the world? Someone might argue... If my falsehood enhances God's truthfulness and so increases his glory, why am I still condemned as a sinner? Why not, says, say as some scandalously claim that we say, let us do evil, mm, let us do evil that good may result? Question mark. That's where karma, no, we don't believe in karma around here. That condemnation is just. No one is righteous. What shall we conclude then? Do we have any advantage? Not at all. For what we already made the charge of Jews and Gentile unlike are all under the power of sin. As it is written, there is no righteousness, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have come together. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves. Their tongue practice the saint. The poison of the vapors is on their lips. The mouth are full with cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood, running a mystery, a misery mark. They're always and the way of peace they don't know. Oh my goodness. There is no fear of God because before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law so that every mouth may be silent and the whole world held accountable to God. Therefore, no one will declare righteousness in God's sight by the works of the law. Rather, through the law, we have become conscious of our sin. Mm. But here's hope, my friends. Righteousness through faith. But now, but now apart, the law, the righteousness of God has been made known to which the law of the prophecies testify. The righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody say it with me. 
the righteousness is giving through faith in Jesus Christ, his son. He sent for us to all who believe. So you got to believe that God sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who walked on this earth for 33 days, for 33 years. And he faced so much adversity, but he gave so much love, so much grace, so much mercy. And he gave us power by going on that cross and dying for us. Ooh, therefore, no difference between Jews and Gentiles. If y'all don't know what a Gentile is, stroll to one of my podcasts in the beginning um, where we were Bible studying and you will learn that we are all Gentiles. God came to save the Gentiles for all have sinned and all have fall short of the glory of God and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. Ooh, God presented Christ as a sacrifice of anointment through the shedding of his blood to receive by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbiddance, he had left his sin, his sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness of the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies who those who have faith in Jesus. There then is boasting question mark. Is it excluded because of the law question mark? The law that requires work question mark? No, because of the law that requires faith, we have maintained that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is it God, the God of Jews only? Mm, Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too. Since there's only one God, he will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. Do we then notify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. So therefore, no matter what the sin is, no matter how unrighteous you are, the Lord has graced us and he has sent his son jesus so that's romans 3 we're going to continue our bible study um um it is devastating it is a devastating analyst that shows us all to be in a dire of unutterable spiritual condition we are all unable we are all guilty and there is not a thing we can do to help ourselves None of us is good in God's eyes and none of us can satisfy his requirement. It is an unescapable, humbling and sad reality. But God didn't leave us in this sorry, helpless and hopeful and hopeless state. He sent his son to do what we could not do to die as we should have died and to raise again, defeating sin and death. He did all this so that we could rest in righteousness that is not our own, but a righteousness that is fully satisfied God's requirements. So unable as we are, we are not without hope. 
We can stand before a perfectly holy God, broken, weak, and fallen, and be completely unafraid. We stand before him in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. You no longer have to hope and pray that someday you will measure up because Jesus has measured up on our behalf. How could you hear any better news than this? Come on, somebody. Let's understand that Jesus Christ is our savior. He's the one that we can have hope in because of his because he came on earth and he endured all of that. He took our sins away so that we can be righteous before the Lord. But in Romans, how it talks, it says we have to believe in Jesus Christ. If you don't believe in Jesus Christ, how can we stand before the Lord? May this be an encouragement to you today. May this has already enhanced your faith. May you go out into the world and just Walk boldly in the light and the righteousness that Jesus Christ has came on earth to give us. Because how could you have here better news than this today? Be blessed. God loves you.